Stanford Steve and the Bear is presented by Allstate. Save money like a champion with Allstate's new lower auto rates. Visit Allstate.com or call an agent for a quote today. Championship savings for the win. The underdog is howling. Stanford Steve and the Bear. Ah, yes. A home team getting points. What's better than that? Welcome in. Week 10, Stanford Steve and the Bear podcast. A lot to get to. Um, obviously, Bear will be back on the road in a second. But before we get started, there's two things I want to mention. Uh, first, SV Pod, Scott and I this week shared our, our Halloween, Halloween recap, uh, taking the kids trick-or-treating, whether or not they said trick-or-treat or not. It uh, seems like it's a problem. Um, also... We talked about Astros fans and what to say to Astros fans. And now that they're out of it, uh, God bless them. Uh, you always got next year. That's the way we look at it as Mets fans. Uh, but listen to and follow the SV Pod wherever you get your podcasts. And also watch the NBA today on ESPN, Monday through Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. Malik Andrews is at the helm. She's joined by ESPN's full cast of NBA experts, insiders, reporters, and more. NBA Today, 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on ESPN, the ESPN app, or wherever you listen to your podcast. Also, I will say on the ESPN app, Bad Beats of the Month are up. Scott and I do every month uh, where we take the best bad beats we do for Monday nights during the month, and those are on the app too. So search the app for Bad Beats of the Month. We obviously uh, went to the, the mush screen. Uh, for Clemson, Florida State last week, Bear. I don't know if you got a chance to see that. Uh, oh, I, 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 I did big see man, it. The big man the with the telestrator is scary. The, 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 great, the great telestration of number seven, and, and that was it, it was a wonderful analysis that you and Scotty did. Like, why, why is he immediately looking to throw the ball instead of realizing he had about 15 yards to run the ball downfield? That was that was a key moment of, of, of the week. I had a uh, – I did not have anything involved in that game, but I did have a friend who was mm. in gaming that game live and uh, had about a $5,000 middle on, oh. uh, on Clemson minus four. So that he, uh, he knew what was coming before the, uh, before that series even happened. Yeah. It, um, I'll tell you, if you watched last night, uh, Toledo, I thought did a great job because on third down, they're at like their own 40 last night and they have seven or eight seconds. And Eastern Michigan played everybody back at, like, the other 20. So he tried to dump it five yards and get to the other 40, the plus 40, and maybe try, like, a 55-yarder, and the kid dropped it. So then they line up for pitchy-pitchy-woo-woo. They get the pitch, and the kid does a great job going down the sideline you're supposed to. Then he cuts it back. He got to about the 12-yard line, but then – Forgot the lateral, um, but there are <laughs> yards to gain. I don't understand why when people do it, it automatically starts going backward. That is, that is what the gamblers um, worry about. And um, obviously, you saw that with Florida State, uh, just just cataclysmic. Uh, you saw it coming as soon as they didn't get the hail mary. Um, so there's that. Um, how we doing, my friend? You are red hot off of your Braves. And Solaire MVP, Braves World Series. What was the earliest you got the Braves at? I didn't play him until the the, where the start of the postseason, before the start of the postseason. So that, and that was, that what, was, it was, it was just it was it was like four, what was it, 14 or something like that? 16, I think it was. 14, 14 to one, 14 to one. But it was I I just 
I saw holes in a lot of the other yeah. other numbers. We, we, we worked out. So I love the way they finished. I, th- I kind of thought they were uh, like the Nationals uh, a few years ago. And then uh, the MVP race was wide open. I was just looking for some uh, so some some bigger prices. And I, pl- I played Soler. I played uh, uh, Jock Peterson. And I played uh, Rosario. So I played three guys and got the got the best of the uh, best of the bunch. But yeah, th- thank goodness for that because the uh, college football picks sucked. I've been on the wrong side of every every fifty fifty game possible. And just uh, but I said it last week. I said I, I, whatever I deserve, whatever I get with Nebraska, I deserve. And mm-hmm. I got a four turnover game and a pick six, and that's why I deserve it. And a lot of but people. I'm happy with the base. base baseball. Baseball was great. Postseason baseball was fantastic, Jimmy. So that uh, that got me to the good, which I'm very happy about. Uh, yeah. And last week I told you I wasn't taking noon games, and I'm glad I didn't because I would have lost them. And uh, <laughs> we we uh, matriculated through the day and got there. Even though Fresno State sure took their time to to close out San Diego State, man, that could have been over a lot earlier. Um, but uh, yeah, we got there four and one last week. We will take it. Um, Absolutely. This week is pretty interesting. Um, but first, obviously, the rankings last night. Uh, you're on the show, tuned in. I don't know if anybody got a chance to see it, but you were like the pinata that they put you up there and then Reese is firing at you and Galloway's firing at you. Herb Street's jumping in. Hey bear, we got to wrap. We got 15 seconds. What do you think about this scenario? Blah, 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 yeah, blah. Exactly. Um, I, I'll start with this. Uh, what, what surprised you when you look at the top 10? Did you know it surprised me that they put Alabama second, even though I, I think if, if you're looking at power ratings and, and, and stuff like that, they should be. But I'm, I'm surprised they did have one loss, Alabama, second. Uh, I'm surprised that Oregon was fourth. I was pleasantly surprised yes. Oregon was fourth. And, and I think the lesson from last night is don't give AP poll rankings, coaches poll rankings, media soliloquies and columns. Like, don't. Don't go, don't go all the way in with them. It's almost, and I said this uh, somewhere last night and this morning, I can't remember where, but it's almost like kind of how I feel about betting. Sometimes people bet on what they want to see happen as opposed to what will likely happen. And I think that's the case with Cincinnati. So many people want them in the playoff. Mm-hmm. It's like they're going above and beyond to like, just, oh, they have to be second. They have to be second when they're kind of ignoring everything else around it that Oregon did win at, at, at Ohio State. Uh, Alabama is the only other team besides Georgia in the top 10 in both offensive and defensive efficiency. Like That's what's great about the committee is that where, where you st- – oh, oh, Oklahoma started ahead of Cincinnati in the, in the preseason, so and now uh, it, it's flipped like – the, uh, that's the great thing about the committee is that uh, everything is a fresh start from from, from this past week. So uh, I, I think people are missing with Cincinnati. Like it's the highest group of five team has been in the initial ranking, and they're ahead, they're ahead of two undefeated Power Five teams in, in Oklahoma and Wake Forest. That's a pretty damn good place to start. Like people, I think are just like are, are up in arms, but why? It doesn't matter where Alabama was going to be ranked last. And if Alabama wins out, 
whether they were seventh last night or second, they're in. Ohio State and Michigan State play. Oregon's got probably two games with Utah and two rivalry games with Washington and Oregon State. Uh, you could have a, lo- a loss there. Like plenty, Teams are going to lose. Think Ohio State and Michigan State play. I think I said that right. Like Things are going to happen. So, like, where they are right now, they're in a really good spot. And the, the scenario that Kirk threw out with the with the 15 seconds in my ear that I really couldn't fully go into just right, like, that would be the the really, really interesting scenario that I almost hope, hope it comes down to. Like, like, if you get, like, Georgia's in, Ohio State wins. Um, it was basically you, putting you in a scenario of undefeated Oklahoma against undefeated Cincinnati. Correct. Exactly. That That would be... I'd be really curious to see what happens there because I, I initially said Cincinnati, and, and then you do have to think that that would include an Oklahoma win over Oklahoma State, uh, an Oklahoma win at Baylor, an Oklahoma win over Iowa State, which doesn't carry as much clout anymore, and then uh, another win over one of those teams in the in the Big 12 championship game. So uh, it, it'll be interesting to see what happens if that is the case. But people, I, I, people are like, because like people want to see Cincinnati in so bad that they're really blinded about the positive from last night of where they are ranked, and they're they're ranked at a couple undefeated Power Five teams and the highest ranked team ever in the Troll East. So uh, I don't know. It's just me. I was happy to see that Oregon ahead of Ohio State, though. That I, I, I it showed that 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 game mattered. Um, mm-hmm. I would hope that they took a, a look at the circumstances of the loss at Stanford with the horrible call with Moorhead having the emergency surgery. Uh, the win mattered, and and that was that's always been my case with these big non-conference games. It, why play them unless it matters? Mm-hmm. It, the play the only thing that had mattered was like Oregon a couple of years ago with Auburn. It didn't matter because Oregon dominated dominated most of the game and lost. The fact that Oregon played the game, went there and won, and and they took it into account. Yeah, I think everyone's saying, oh, they're not the same, but whatever, fine. But they played right now as we go on. As we go on, Ohio State accumulates more wins if they beat Michigan State, if they beat Michigan, if they win the Big Ten, if you want to make the case at the end of the year, sure. But right now, I am very happy that the committee has Oregon ahead of Ohio State. That, that was starting to bother me la- like late last week and into the weekend. Like Everyone was just assuming like Ohio yeah, – like Cincinnati. Everyone was just assuming Ohio State would be uh, in the top four ahead of Oregon, and the fact that they weren't uh, made me happy. Yeah, and I'll start there because I thought I thought the same thing. Um, it at this point, right? We're eight eight games in uh, for the most part. Oklahoma played has played all nine, um, so we don't hear the data point about them anymore. That's that surprised me a little bit there um, with the extra game. I was happy uh, Oregon's ahead of Ohio State, but to me, the idea of the quality loss eight games in is not what I want to hear, and that's what I think the Alabama problem is. Is they lost at some point. If you're going to say it doesn't matter where they're going to be, at some point you got to – they have to be um, taken down for the loss. And I could see if they had a, a couple other wins, but that they're not really there. I mean, Ole Miss, if that, 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 that's the win. Okay, there's two other teams. A team that's unranked that beat Auburn, uh, and, and Auburn just beat Ole Miss. But I just – 
Because here's what I'm looking at. I'm looking at a possibility of Auburn beating Alabama and Alabama um, being there, and then we got to see what happens between Auburn and A&M. Like, people just want to see Alabama have to work their way up. That That's the problem they have, and they are the only one that ever gets brought up with the eye test. Uh, they have a loss, and then you just hear about eye test. Ohio State being ahead of Cincinnati is not good to me. Um, Barta said on the conference call they don't have a quality win. So they don't have a quality win. They have a loss, and they're still ahead of Cincinnati and, and Oklahoma. That doesn't make sense to me. Um, so I just wish the one loss teams were behind Cincinnati and Oklahoma, and then we could go from there. That's what I wanted to see. Of course, I wasn't going to see it, um, because it never happens that way. Um, anything else, Wake Forest, Notre Dame, you surprised where they are? Um, no, I, 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 was, I wasn't really surprised where, where Wake Forest was just because you look at their numbers and their defensive numbers are really, really bad. But again, the fact that you're Wake Forest mm-hmm. and entering the season, entering the 2021 season, you had the worst all-time winning percentage of any Power 5 team, and now you're undefeated and in the top 10, that is an unbelievable accomplishment and, and uh, statement. And I think it was last night on, on VEASAN I was on with uh, Sean King and Tim Murray. We were talking about uh, Wake Forest. And, like, Dave Clawson and the job, he, he, never, he rarely gets mentioned as one of these – like great college football coaches and like, mm-hmm. but the job he's done there with, I think they have the smallest uh, enrollment of any power five team or maybe any, uh, any FBS team. I'm not sure. It's mm-hmm. one of those two qualifiers. I forget what it is. And, and to, to be where he is right now, uh, that, that that's an awesome job. By way. Notre Dame really didn't surprise me either. Uh, they, they have the loss. And I was talking about this uh, on our, uh, our uh, daily wager chain last night prior to the, the show about potential bets we'd want to make. And I said it on the show, like, I don't know if you've got it, what your liquidity situation is, but like Notre Dame is a no to make the playoff. Like they're not going, they're not making them. There's no path for that. As long as Cincinnati keeps winning, there's no path for an 11 and one Notre Dame to make. Uh, so like, I think that's free money. And then another thing with uh, somehow we, we got to Notre, from Notre Dame to Wake Forest to this circling back to, to Alabama, because it just means more. Like, I think there's a free scalp out there with Alabama. Uh, I'm, I'm going to say DraftKings only because they were the site that in Connecticut I was able to make the bet. Uh, Alabama, no to make the college football playoff was, was plus 160 mm-hmm. uh, last night. Alabama is not going to be minus 165 in, in the SEC championship game if they make it. So, like, you're, you're just basically naming your profit, I think. Uh, if you were just to play Alabama to make the playoff, no, and then play Alabama on the money line in the SEC championship game, which I'm guessing it's going to be around a pick. So, like, mm, I, I, I don't know. Okay. It, it, it's your money to, to do what you want. But but I I made that I made that play last night. I, I played Alabama, uh, no, to make the playoff, and I'm just going to play them back on the, on the money line in the SEC championship game if they get there. And if they happen to lose to Auburn, then I'm an even bigger winner. So I, I think there are opportunities like that to, to maybe make some money with some of these yes-no playoff markets. Yeah. Um, Minnesota ranked was kind of surprising to me. Um, UTSA not being ranked was surprised to me, even though Mississippi State's up there with three losses. And UTSA beat a team that uh, beat Mississippi State. Um Wisconsin, everything's right there. They're back in the rankings. So 
Um, half of the SEC, I believe, I saw is ranked. Uh, so there's your there's your quality wins uh, for that conference. Um, so yeah, uh, first look at it, and obviously, the people that are mad are, are letting their uh, cases known. But um, it's 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 pretty. The teams, I think have a lot more control themselves the way they laid it out, which is, which is good to see for the, for the most part, um, you knew Cincinnati would need some help. They're going to need it. Uh, but take care of your own business. Cause I still think if they could get SMU and then they get a one loss Houston team, those are two pretty good wins. Um, Houston, that, that, that game was nuts. Uh, as only Holger, our, our guy, coach Holgerson could do is win a game on a kickoff return, but it was good to see, uh, him win that game. They've lost so many of those close ones, and uh, it's it, it's just good to see. I, I like seeing some new names up there. Um, so we'll see. Michigan State, I, I thought was was interesting, uh, knowing they have that win, seeing how high they have Michigan, and not put not putting them to. Um, so whatever. You ready? Showtime on May third. Summer starts with the Fall Guy. We do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. And let's start there with old Sparty because. That's the stinkiest line to me uh, this week. They are at West Lafayette. Fair. Minus three against the Boilermakers is Sparty. You were there. I saw you giving some hugs. You made up with the Sparty fan base. Talk to me. Where are we with Sparty? Where where we've been. It's fine. there's, There's no animosity or disdain from coming from this end towards Michigan State like like I acutely I mean they think I said things that I didn't and that's the way of the world right now people hear what they want to hear and believe <laughs> believe fallacies and and, and and made up stuff which is what we're dealing with in their in, in everyday life but no it, it was just another feather in the cap of Michigan State like uh and and I had uh Bill Connolly help me with some like low point uh, win probability numbers from in game, and like if you took like the lowest point of the Indiana game, the lowest point of the Miami game, the lowest point of the Nebraska game, and the lowest point of the Michigan last week, you're looking at like a point oh five of a percent uh, that they would probably, they'd be able to pull all of those games out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but they did, and it's a credit to to Mel Tucker and his team that they they kept playing, they kept. Kept fighting despite being down thirty to fourteen. Um, I'm sure Michigan fans and Jim Harbaugh are kind of kicking themselves because they, I think they probably did let that one get away by bringing in McCarthy and that the fumble was was a massive uh, play in the game. But Michigan State made the plays again that they needed to play, and, and immediately after the game, um, Harold Shelton, uh, I'll, I'll say his name because he, a friend of mine, former colleague here at ESPN. Uh, aptly named Sparty, Michigan State grad who now works for the Big Ten Network. Uh, immediately, we were texting back and forth and said, next week is dicey. It's Nebraska 2015 all over again. So they're aware. Uh, they, they know that uh, they're only a field goal favorite on the road 
uh, against a, an opportunity opportunistic Purdue team on uh, in terms of creating turnovers like they did against Iowa, uh, like they did last week against Nebraska. And it's a it's a Purdue team that uh, in its history has more wins over top five teams as an unranked team than anyone. So so they know this is Purdue's mo, and, and they know it coming off of the emotional high. Uh, of beating your biggest rival, it's it's a dangerous spot. So uh, you you win this week, you still got the Ohio State game down the road and the Penn State game down the road. So still a lot of work for Michigan State, but where where they are is pretty amazing. Yeah, and then to me, it's Purdue. Uh, you 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 have that brutal loss um, after the great win at Iowa, and then you come back and you mentioned they go to Lincoln and win, um, and now you get Sparty. Um, they've they played great defense against Iowa, but now that we see that Iowa offense and and the lack of it, um, I'm not trying to take any credit away, but like Karlaftis on that on that defensive line obviously gets things started for them. Bell's been incredible this year uh, for them. So I I know you know the public is going to be on Michigan State and all that. I just I still feel like every facet of the game, Michigan State's better. Uh, so it's hard for me to be on the 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 idea of of going against the public here. Um, I think Michigan State is built differently. I think there's a lot more validity to that offense, as you saw the fourth down going down the field, uh, the defense coming up making plays. Uh, you mentioned Mac, um, you know uh, McCarthy coming in. McNamara is in the tent, so I mean he, he's gotten snaps on the road, and then just coming in in that circumstance is just brutal. Uh, I'm sure Michigan fans are still shaking their head about that scenario and how it played out. But all credit to Michigan State. It is um, it is a stinky one. Uh, another one I want to look at is is Oklahoma State, uh, who comes in at seven and one. They're ranked 11 in the college football playoff rankings. They're going to Morgantown and 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 playing West Virginia. Who West Virginia is a team that's been up and down. Um, they're good has been been pretty darn good. And, and I think it just comes down to turnovers. Uh, you know, when they when in, in, in a lot what happens to a lot of teams, when you turn it over, you're 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 not gonna get uh the best results. Um so does that 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 one sticks out to me is is pretty stinky uh with with uh the Cowboys going going to Morgantown. Yeah, the the the, the, the stinkiest line to, of the week for me though, I mean, it has to be North Carolina Wake, doesn't it? That's disgusting. I mean, it's the first time since 1993 you've got a team 8-0 and or better that's an underdog against a team that didn't have a winning record. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was Auburn, who actually won at Georgia uh, that year in 93. So that, that, that line wow. stinks. And normally I am on the side of the stink. Uh-huh. But uh, I, I like Wake Forest this week. Okay. Um, I've, seen, I've seen enough of that North Carolina defense. Uh, they've been gutted uh, all year long. Last week, uh, a Notre Dame offense, which really hasn't been uh, clicking on all cylinders throughout the year, uh, went for better than 225. I think it was both rushing and passing. Um, made North Carolina look silly. Every time it looked like North Carolina was uh, yeah. on the way of getting back in the game, they couldn't get a stop. Nope. So uh, I, I'm, I'm on Wake Forest here. I had to get, get in the uh, – Getting the two and a half, it's probably going to be a high-scoring game. You're probably going to want to play a Wake Forest team total over because I think if they do lose, it's going to be one of those Army-esque like 55-40 <laughs> type games. So uh, I'd, I'd, I'd play I'd play Wake Forest plus two and a half, and I'd play a, 
a Wake Forest team total over because North Carolina is not going to be able to stop them. Uh, I just want to talk to you about this because last you talked about it's probably going to be high scoring. Last year, uh, I believe that game was in Chapel Hill too. Um, or is this one? Yeah, this one's in Chapel Hill also. Is this one of those non-conference games? Yes. Yeah, okay. this is this is a all non-conference. Right. That's yeah. what's all right. That's what it is. Uh, but last year, North Carolina's down a ton. Uh, and they come back and win 59-53. They score 28 in the fourth. Hartman goes for 429 and four touchdowns. Howell goes for 550 and six touchdowns. So that over is at what do we got? 76. And I know that's going to be eye-popping, and uh, it's a noon game, so I'm staying away from it from again uh, because I don't want any piece of it. <laughs> but I did have to say, I, looking at those games, the Liberty Ole Miss over-under at 67.5 feels low. Well, I, I it's de- hard to know because you don't know Corral's health. Yeah, but still, I, I feel like they could, they could dial up some offense. Uh, I could easily see the winner of that game scoring 45-plus. Uh, and the loser scoring 30. Um, but that, the noon, I'm trying to think what else. Ohio State's laying 15 at Nebraska. You can have that game. Yeah. Mizzou's catching 38 at Georgia. You can have that. I just think that. we need to give Scott Frost one year without Adrian Martinez to see what he can do. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sorry, I couldn't help myself. No, I mean, hey, it, it's out there. It's it's Sometimes you got to you gotta grab that uh, fruit. I have a... Uh, a, a uh, GPG, which is a Van Pelt term. Uh, he uses a general principle game. Okay. And that's Boston College Friday night. At home, they're an underdog, and it's the red bandana game. Go back and look what they've done in this scenario. I will take BC plus the points. Uh, I know Virginia Tech got a win against Georgia Tech, and BC has been horrible offensively, especially since losing Dracovic, the quarterback. Um, so I will be taking Boston College Friday night for sure. 13, 7, 14, 6. That works. Point, point totals last four games. Yep. Yep. Right. Yep. So, like I said, well, we, we talk about lines that stink. Sometimes you got to take the teams where their play level lately has been stink. This is, this is true. Uh, <laughs> you, 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 met, you mentioned another game, another team rather earlier. Uh, in Wisconsin, like I like Rutgers this week, and it's up to thirteen and a half now. Yeah. Like if you look at what Wisconsin's done the last couple, all that's really changed for them is they haven't turned the ball over, Correct. and they've gotten eight turnovers the last couple of weeks. They've run the ball like a hundred times. Um, they haven't asked Mertz to throw at all. They've had four scoring drives that are like super super short, and now you're going on the road and laying two touchdowns against a guy who can coach defense and shut down the Michigan rushing game. Like, mm. I, I don't know. I, I, I like Rutgers plus that 13 and a half a whole lot this week. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously the Wisconsin team has made improvements because they've been able to rely on that defense, which has been as stout as anybody, uh, but going on the road, weird, uh, weird. What time is that game? That is three 30, right. on the banks of the Raritan. There we go. Um, also want to go back to Friday night, something to keep an eye on. Uh, I'm most likely going to have Utah, uh, minus the points, um, possibly Stanford without, um, McKee is, 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 is a problem, uh, as we saw earlier in the year when Jack West played against Kansas state. So that might be an automatic play for Utah. 
uh, minus the points on me, knowing the injury report for Stanford, who has been um, decimated by injuries and still no excuse for that loss uh, last week against Washington. Um, played great defense all game and and can't finally battle back and get the lead and you can't hold it. Um, another great game to stay up late for about 2.30 in the morning. Um, so that was fun. Uh, we'll be doing that again Friday night, staying up. Uh, but I do have Utah circled. Notre Dame's given 20 and a half. I saw it in Navy. Um, Hamilton's out again, uh, which is, I know, you know, Navy does run the ball, but I think those safeties come into play big time for you, especially against these, uh, you know, service academies. Uh, but I, I, I really like what I've seen from Notre Dame's offense. Um, if I, I imagine Navy's going to try and play keep away. Uh, I would lean Navy in that. Cincinnati, uh, again, given 20-plus, uh, you know, the committee said they haven't looked the same since they beat Notre Dame, and maybe that's why they're down. Uh, Tulsa's coming off a loss to Navy. Um, so that's that was interesting to me. If Cincinnati's going to want to go out and prove something, you figure that week they got they got the juice of game day coming in. Um, what game? Where are you traveling to? Can we get your travels this week? Oh yeah, we got we got a, an interesting one this week. We got game day in Cincinnati, which would be great. We love going to uh, the first time locations, mm-hmm. so uh, I'm sure they'll be really really happy with where they're ranked in the in the playoff. And even though we have nothing to do with it, we'll. Well, I'm sure bear the bear the brunt of the hate, which is fine. It's mm-hmm. okay. And then, uh, and then uh, somehow we wound up with a uh, Alabama minus twenty eight and a half against LSU. Oh, uh, is as our uh, as our primetime game that we're calling uh, the, this week, which will be uh, again it all comes back to Alabama. We're just trying to finagle, get Chris and Kirk into the Alabama realm, that way we can get them into the playoff with our influence. So. But yeah, a, a rare opportunity, a rare opportunity to do a uh, to do a, a primetime SEC game. So yeah, we'll be flying from from Cincinnati, uh, basically missing the entire Breeders' Cup card on Saturday, which was terrible. Traffic mm-hmm. even opened up, by the way. It looks like I have no picks for you on the Breeders' Cup right now. Yeah, so I, I apologize. So yeah, Cincinnati for game day. I fly to Alabama for the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Curtis will drive us to Atlanta to the airport after the game on Saturday night. So we'll probably we'll probably get to Atlanta around 2.30 in the morning, I'm guessing, maybe. Ooh, that's I think that's generous. Yeah, well, I, I walked I walked in my door. I walked in the door last week at 4.40 a.m. Okay. That was a rough one. But that pillow felt good. Pillow felt real good. <laughs> pillow felt real good. But, yeah, walking in the door kind of kind of knocked me out for, uh, for Sunday until the Jets knocked out. There we go. Uh, my survivor pool, which was awesome, it was great. Like the only time all year I've really like rooted super hard for them. And then, uh, and then home, I'll be home like at ten forty-five. So, planes, trains, and no, no trains, planes and automobiles this week for me. Mm-hmm. And then, then the great, the, the funny thing is that Kirk has to turn right back around and lives in Cincinnati just to go down to Alabama and now flies back to uh, Cincinnati afterwards. So, um, I, I have to ask because I mean, obviously the, the Cincinnati fans are on tilt. Uh, with the rankings and game day coming to town, skyline chili. Will you be having some? Um, I'm not a fan. Thank you, thank you. We can I'm we can just fan. leave it there because I am not. I get it. I get it. I get it. People love yep. it. But I'm 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 a fan of Jeff Ruby's. 
There you go. I'm sure, I'm sure you'll, there'll be intake there. Um, we'll so. leave it at that. Yeah. Uh, so Actually, I, think I'm, I think I'm taking in a, uh, a, a big, uh, high school playoff game on Friday night. There we go. It's an X and elder. Okay. I, uh, I got the chance to see St. John's uh, College High School here in D.C. Saturday. Wow, that talent level is serious. Um, yeah, oh man, they're. I think they're up to. I think they're in the teens now, ranked in the country. Uh, they got a special squad. Um, so it was, it, was, it was awesome to go check out. I mean, the atmosphere there was incredible. Uh, so it was, yeah, it was really cool. That that'd be good if you go check out uh, some high school game. What what's your favorite city in Ohio? I haven't. Been to that many of them. I mean, I've, I've been to, I've been to Columbus. Yep. Uh, I've been to Cincinnati. Uh huh. I've been to Cleveland. Yep. And I've been to like Bowling Green. Okay. Canton. I, I'd say it's Columbus. Uh, I'd say it's Cleveland. Columbus. Cleveland, one seat by far. You think so? Yes. Yeah, I, I, th- I think my my opinion of Cleveland was diminished because of we had some the weather for the draft was terrible it was mm. cold and raw and, uh, and, and i don't know no I, I i don't mind columbus all right you get, get yourself some get sandwich with catsingers catsinger okay. rather I'm, I'm a cleveland guy all right through and through through and through beautiful in the summer you um, you, you des and mel tucker there we go love it What do you think of Penn State laying 10 at Maryland off that loss? I'd, I'd lay it. That's what I'm doing. I'd lay it. They, they played well last week. Defensively, they played Two really plays. Good. Two yeah, plays. They, they played well. Two plays. The turnovers. The turnovers were just monumental. Um, they, I, they're, I, their biggest issue that they have right now is getting Noah Kane in a good spot. Yeah. Because he's... I, I I don't know. It, it, it's, it's it's pretty apparent that something's in his head right now, and he's mm. not the same back. He's that was their really. first play, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I'm not even counting that into the into the right turn the big plays of the game. Um, yeah, that'd be important. I think it's a good place to get it started against Maryland. Uh, yeah, I, I look at Penn State in this game, Bear, and I, I look to Lamb here. Um, Maryland did get the win against Indiana. But um, that's been what everybody's done against Indiana so far this year. Uh, I did look at the Indiana. Yeah, win, win was in the Big Ten, right? They're all in six, I think, in the Big correct, Ten. Correct, correct. And I believe they're going to Ann Arbor uh, yes. this week. So you can have fun with that. Uh, but last year, Maryland in one of the all-time stunners uh, in an empty stadium in Happy Valley went up to, to Penn State and won. And I want to say Penn State was like a 20-point favorite. Um and it was just an aisle. Clifford had two interceptions. I want to say one was run back for a touchdown. Um, and Penn State had three turnovers. Maryland had none. And when I look at Maryland, they've lost a ton um, on the injury front this year. And I just I, – I think – I mean, the stadium's going to be all Penn State. Uh, they invaded the place a couple of years ago for a Friday night game. And uh, I just I, – I think it's a, it's a, it's a get-right spot for Penn State. So I'm looking to give – the 10 there. Um, any thoughts on your Colorado State team after kicking four field goals inside oh, the 10 last week? Definitely not dudes. <laughs> definitely not. I mean, come on. 
It was one again. That was another one of those games that you saw it coming a mile away. Anytime you see field goals of 20, 22, 22, and 28, you, you know you're in trouble. And uh, that, yeah, that was just par for the course this season. Just kind of being on the having the handicapping it right, but just not being able to score one touchdown, which it happens. It happens exactly. But, uh, I'm done. NC- I'm done with. I'm done with the Dazio. Okay. I'm done with, I'm done with the Rams. Uh, I like FSU this week, by the way. Too. You do. I was just going to get to that line because yeah. I know that's going to be on winners uh, with Van Pelt, who was six and one last week. Yes, if anybody wants to look at those. Um, mm-hmm. I watched the, all the Florida State game. Uh, I gave out Clemson last week, and I, it, it, to me, it, it, to me, it's NC State. I know what I'm going to get with Florida State. They're going to try and run the heck out of the ball. And to NC State is they've they've cost themselves uh, the drops against Miami. Uh, they come back, they get a win against Louisville. Um, but yeah, that 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 looks like a stay away uh, for me. But if you like Florida State, um, yeah. I like Florida State. I mean, we'll take it in the the fact that Mike Norvell has gotten them. To, to, to buy in and play since that 0-4 start, uh, winning three or four very easily could have won last week. And I, when we everyone knows that this is not uh, the Clemson team of the last five years. But at the same time, you, you, you're selling to your team that, hey, we nearly went to Clemson and won, and, and they buy in and they believe that, and uh, th- that, that stuff matters. So, yeah, I, I like Florida State. Uh, I'm probably going to be on Georgia Tech too. Um, what Miami's done, the Miami's done. It's a lot. Uh, the look went back and did a little, did a little data mining. Uh, had my mm-hmm. my guy McKenzie help me out with the uh, Excel formula and to to be able to, to churn this. You go back over the last ten years, there have been thirteen teams which have won consecutive games as an underdog of greater than a field goal, and then mm-hmm. we're a double-digit favorite the following week. Those 13 teams are 3-10 and 10 against the number with four outright losses. So basically, teams that are dog and then get inflated to being a, an overvalued favorite uh, typically doesn't go well. And this is a Georgia Tech team that won last year as an 18-point favorite. The last three years, uh, these games have been decided by a combined 14 points. Uh, give Miami all the credit in the world with the – uh, Van Dyke coming in and doing a great job. It looks like they finally have a a, a recruited quarterback that that's going to be the guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and they had some poor performances, uh, losing heartbreakers to Virginia and North Carolina that they very easily could have won. Uh, the fact they've come back the last couple of weeks and played hard and won uh, all credit in the world, but laying double digits, I don't think I'm ready to do that yet. All right. That's bear on Georgia tech plus the 10, that's 12.30 on ESPN3, so you get the app fired up uh, for that one. Uh, you mentioned you're going to Alabama. Am I nuts to like Alabama in this spot? No. Okay. Because, no. I, 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 I mean, I think about last year, and I think about, um, you know, we've talked ad nauseum about what LSU doesn't have. I think in a game like this, the depth in the secondary is especially um, a problem. Knowing what they could do and stretch the field with you, they keep getting better and better. Uh, Bryce has been awesome to me in the shoes that he's stepped in and they're off the bye week. Uh, they're they're going to be able to do whatever they want um, offensively and defensively. I, I think they match up pretty well with whatever LSU wants to do. They came back to earth against Ole Miss. I'll take 
Alabama's defense against Ole Miss any day of the week. Um, you know what the amazing thing is? Alabama uh, two weeks ago was a 25-and-a-half-point favorite against Tennessee. Yeah. Now they're a bigger favorite against LSU. Yeah. It's incredible. Um, so, yeah, I look at Alabama minus 28 um, there or, or whatever it is. Uh, that was last I looked yesterday. Uh, Tennessee plus one at Kentucky. Kentucky and their stoops has not been good in November. I believe I saw 11 and 22. Um, had everything ready to go last week. Um, they avoided turnovers in those wins that they got, and then they just couldn't stop turning the ball over last week in Starkville. Uh, crazy game. Uh, never could get back in it. But Tennessee. Is Tennessee the best challenge left for Georgia? Probably. I mean, obviously, not not including Nessie. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was going to say, yeah, excluding Atlanta. I just want to see their – I just want to see – because they'll, they'll throw the ball down the field, which is what you need to do against Georgia to put some pressure on those corners as long as you get the time to do so. Yeah. Um, so – I, I, I'm, I'm interested in this in this tenant. I mean, I think I saw Kentucky uh, minus three to start the week, and now it's down to one. Um, but I'll have I'll have my eyes on that game uh, for sure. I I, I, I I wasn't sure about Hypo as that hire. He has righted that ship pretty well. I mean, from where they were looking for a coach, and now um, I, I think it's a pretty darn good job with how many guys have been in it. I mean, I feel Oklahoma. You watch a game, you can't. They can't talk about not having a Tennessee transfer. Two hundred two hundred has has done what he has for Alabama. Um, who else has? There's another Tennessee transfer. It feels like Crouch, Tennessee Michigan State. State. There you go. Um, it feels like they're all over the place. Uh, but that's an interesting game. Um, Oregon State laying double digits at Boulder. Uh, Colorado competed and covered against Oregon. That 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 seems like a lot to me. Um, I would look at Colorado possibly in that spot. Uh, Clemson, uh, yes, that Clemson is given four at Louisville. I have Clemson circled. Five years ago, we had that great Lamar versus Deshaun game. Now yep. we got now we got this the, the, the big single <laughs> leg Clemson offense. Hey, I will say. You know, last week Shipley was really good, and 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 the Phil Maffa kid has been awesome. Uh, I mean, big big physical dude. Uh, I like uh, the improvements that I've seen. I mean, I know it's against Florida State's defense, who doesn't have much, but I have Clemson circled against Louisville. I believe that's a night game um, in Louisville, uh, so that'll be interesting. Texas Iowa State that should be a circus uh, with what uh, the home <laughs> crowd. <I'm imagining. laughs> that was very good, Steve. I was very uh, impressed with that. It'll be a circus. Thank you. Well done. Um, that'll that'll be uh, an interesting scene. Houston laying thirteen at USF. Uh, what about Nevada laying ten against San Jose State? What about it? You like it? No opinion. Okay. All right. How about the Roadrunners laying double digits at UTEP? Oh, no opinion. All right. I think they come out with a big effort after getting disrespected with no ranking. Um, <laughs> my my um, late play is Arizona State um, in an awful loss last week to Wazoo. Yeah. I believe it was. 
I believe it what's was up, what, what's up with that, man. I mean, that you, was five. You blow, you blow the lead in Utah with an absolute no show second half, and then you're mm-hmm. a total no show against a team without a coaching staff. Like, wow, that's hmm. yeah. I mean, it's it, it was five turnovers. That's the way I watched it. Um, that was just brutal. Um, SC doesn't have London. It was just a brutal injury. Yeah. Um, was he going to get the Blitnikoff, you think? I mean, his stats were stupid. Yeah, they, they are stupid, and you have to wonder now that they only played two-thirds of the season. No, I'd say no, no. I, I, he was the front runner, right? Yo, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, okay. All right. I yeah. just want to make sure we're on oh. the same page there. Yeah. Um, so I, I like Arizona State to bounce back there, uh, minus eight and a half. And I – I don't want San Diego. After watching San Diego State, I don't want any part of them going over the island laying seven and a half. Can they score seven and a half? I don't think so. I, I was glad we went back and chased that one uh, with Fresno because if Air yeah. Force doesn't turn the ball over three times in the first half against San Diego State, Maybe. San Diego State, they win that game. So I was glad for Fresno. Fresno laying five to your Boise team. You've been going on a lot of Boise shows this week. Yeah, no, uh, unfortunately, I haven't. But I'd love to get out there and talk to the, the folks from, from Boise about the you know, break down some red zone defensive schemes and there you go. red zone play calling with them. Um, Anything else? Arkansas, Mississippi State. Looks like everyone's on Auburn this week. Oh, yeah, that's probably numbers, the best game of the week. Numbers come down a lot. Home Auburn and Road Auburn are two different teams. Just got to remember that. Yeah, to me, it's A&M. Uh, you know, if they can put pressure on uh, Knicks, we'll see. But I I just really like how Harson and, and Bobo have turned things around um, offensively. I, I love Tank as a running back, man. Like, he is – I don't know, like, his build and how elusive he is, but then he'll lower the shoulder when he wants to. He is um, a must-watch. Uh, for me, Baylor minus six and a half to a coachless TCU team is kind of stinky too. Shout out to Baylor uh, getting that win against Texas. Battled, 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 and uh, proved to be the better team. Uh, really good job with Aranda. I thought Grimes was the best, uh, you know, coordinator hire I said before the season started. Um, so Baylor, plenty to play for. Still yeah. got plenty to play for in Waco. Hey, 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 Baylor and Oklahoma State still have plenty to play for. Uh, Big 12 championship game aspirations. Hmm. What did Kansas State and Kansas play for? I don't know. It's a sunflower showdown, right? Is that is that what it is? Okay. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Great job getting great great job getting the old oil can in that Fresno San Diego State uh, highlight last week. By the way, that was good. That's a beautiful trophy. It is right? nice gold like wrapped oil can. It's beautiful. Um. Yeah, that uh, Kansas State is one. We get this one, the Sunflower Showdown. Um, we get this one. We get the Kansas State season win total. Uh, we're back to a push with Penn State. Uh, we got a clinching loser with uh, Toledo losing last night. So that's our first loss of the year. Penn State still got Michigan State and Michigan, so correct, yeah. correct. We're we're back in the mix. You're feeling good there. Uh, UConn is obviously a loser, um, so little update there on the season win totals. Um, yeah, I I think I got to get Bama. I just 
You know, Coach Saban can play the motivation card of pulling clips of plenty of people saying they shouldn't be ranked two. I like, I like the idea of that. <laughs> um, anything else before we get to the big mic? Happy recap. No, I think I'm. Uh, I think I'm good. I think it's pretty. I think it's pretty cut and dry for me this week in terms of uh, who I like. So. All right. I hopefully we can finally put together a good week. So you sucked. <laughs> I'm down on myself right now. All right. Well, we're here to pick you back up. Big Mike Happy Recap. Here's the Big Mike Happy Recap. Uh, obviously, the picks every week you could check out on the chalk section, ESPN.com. Those get posted Thursday morning. Those are the official record. Uh, I just try and use that and, and and make those official because of the information we taped this Wednesday morning, obviously with the injuries, um, we try and get as much info as possible. And that's where I start um, on here. I will lay the seven and a half with Utah. I will take the plus three with BC. I'll lay the 10 with Penn state. I'll lay the 28 and whatever it is, 28 and a half. I think I see now with Alabama lay the four with Clemson and lay the eight and a half with Arizona State. You, sir. I'm going to take FSU plus a two and a half. I'm going to take Georgia Tech plus the 10. I'm going to take Rutgers plus the 13 and a half. I'm going to take Wake Forest plus the two and a half. And I believe that was it. Yes, that was it. All right. And to recap, no Skyline Chili for either of us. Correct. And keep that consistent, all right, my friend? Um, hopefully, don't don't hopefully let them bring that on the desk. Hopefully when we get to Tuscaloosa, we'll have a couple of the uh, couple of uh, Uptown Shrimp and a couple of f- cheeseburgers from Five all right. uh, waiting for us when we get to the bus. That, that'll be a, a good little treat Want to waiting for us. All right. Or you could stop, uh, bring that car and swing it on by to Archibald's. Get you some big ribs. Yeah, it's a little out of, out the, of way. the way. Out of the way. It's a lot out of the way. But, but very, very good. Archibald's much better than Dreamland. Oh. I agree. Well, well, am, I, am I wrong? I mean, you do. No. You, okay. no, it's just, you know, it's two. One, one's got a chain going and one doesn't. Yep. <laughs> one, you're pulling up to a neighborhood and you're like, what the hell is this? And it was darn good. Thanks to Andy Staples for showing that. God, that's got to be 10 years ago. I believe Andy brought me to that place. Um, But, yeah, um, safe travels. Uh, Congrats again on the Braves and Solaire. That was awesome watching that, rooting that home for you. Um, And uh, take us away. Less you bet, more you lose when you win. You can listen or follow the Stanford Steve and the Bear podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Plus, don't miss more from Stanford Steve on ESPN Sports Center with Scott Van Pelt. And check out the Bear on College Game Day on ESPN. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com/network. All lowercase. 
Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. <laughs> 